Hello, good morning, good day. God bless you wherever you are listening to us from around the world today. You are welcome, you are most welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is Festus Flourish Osemwahu and today is the first day of the month of April. 2021 is a brand new month is a brand new day and i say congratulations to everybody and most importantly glory be to god for making this possible for bringing us alive into another wonderful day another wonderful month in the name of jesus christ glory be to god all right just a few hours ago we had our end of the month prayer summit it was awesome it was wowsome like some persons will say it and uh, we give god the glory please make it a regular habit to always tune in every last day of the month 9 p.m gmt local time to always pray pray ourselves into the new month our words the words we speak here they are not ours they are divine words and for every prayer we make and every decree we make these are always you know sanctioned from heaven from the throne of grace and there is always the manifestation please key in and join us and you will experience the divine touch in hand of god subsequently god bless you so our next one is going to be 30th of april which of course is going to be the last day of the month glory be to god all right as usual we are just going to have a general prophetic um, um, declaration that's what i'm just going to do with this podcast those of you who possibly will be having access to this podcast for the first time we usually do our teachings but because today is the last day rather the first day of the new month we will just pray and just bless the month and make the declaration for the month so this is actually for both couples and singles Okay, now turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter number 17. And um, just very, you know, similar to what we did in the course of our end of the month. But I want to pick out the word there because the Holy Spirit is leading this in my heart to speak forth this word so that it can lead us and direct us into the new month. All right, I want to read that 1 Samuel chapter number 17, verse 40. 1 Samuel chapter number 17, verse 40. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a strip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew nigh to the Philistines. Oh, wow, wow, what a divine wisdom. Everybody say divine wisdom, wherever you are. Divine wisdom. Friends, that is our what word for the month of April, our month of divine wisdom. Hey, if you understand the power of divine wisdom, you will spend less time fighting the devil unconventionally. You will spend time fighting the devil in a confused manner, just throwing punches everywhere. You'll be very focused. Why? Because wisdom will guide you. All right. If there is there is any tool or any weapon that is very lethal and very potent against the the works of the darkness it is actually wisdom and much more divine wisdom and that is what we need and hey friends you can't overemphasize the power of divine wisdom now let's take a look at the scripture we just read a while ago who told this young boy to take his staff 
and in his hand with small stones out of the brook and of course a shepherd's back who told him to do this remember from verse 17 of this same chapter 17 the father had told him to take you know um effort of patch corn and um, 10 loaves of bread, 10 cheese to go and give to his brethren. And that was basically why he was going into the battle to go and give his uh, brethren, what the Bible called visuals, you know, food to go and help them do that and come back. The father never asked him to take a shepherd's bag that had a sling. Take note, he didn't even put stone from the house. He must have figured it out. I'm a shepherd. Now, I'm not going to be taking care of sheep. He left the sheep. Take note, David left the sheep with a friend. Bible called him, he said he left the sheep with the keeper of the sheep. So someone, maybe a colleague, a friend, but he left the sheep. He didn't just, you know, um, um, abandon the sheep. He left the sheep in the custody of someone and took the shepherd back with a sling in it. That's divine wisdom. Who told him to take the sling in a shepherd? Who told him? After all, the things he was asked to carry were different things. Number one, he knew that he wasn't going to abandon the ship and left the ship in the custody of someone. He knew that there was no point picking up stones so that they would not be unnecessarily heavy on him. He can always get stones anywhere, but he can't get a sling from anywhere. Now look at it, divine wisdom. Take a look again. You can always get a stone. He could, he figured it out. I can always get a stone. After all, where they were fighting was like a valley. Okay, we had the valley and we had a, a, a mountain on one side and the other mountain, a hill on the other side. So certainly you have stones in such a rocky environment. So there was no point picking up stones from the house or from the wilderness where he had gone to take care of the sheep. He needed a sling in the shepherd's bag and his staff those things were very very important to him and he went out and he put all of these foodstuffs in a carriage and he drove these things along look at it he got to a place and the bible said he dropped the carriage he dropped the carriage you know with the 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 carriage um the, the someone that they used to call the person in charge of the carriage of of the army he dropped the things there with him and ran to meet his brethren in the battle so number one he didn't even carry the carriage that he brought from the house straight into the battlefield he didn't do that he left them somewhere he dropped it with the carriage carrier and left you see at every point in time he was guided with divine wisdom that carriage would have become extra luggage he had gotten to where he was going to so he dropped them he still took the slim and the, the the shepherd's bag who would have thought that he would use the sling did he have any inclination that he would need the sling i don't think so but divine wisdom told him this is the weapon you are used to take it along 
and at every point in time he was guided by divine wisdom by divine wisdom so he got to a point where he needed to pick up the stone he picked up the stone that's divine wisdom some of us see the battles of our lives of the battles in our lives are occasioned by our reckless way of living reckless way of talking some of us have talked ourselves into trouble we have talked ourselves into having enmity we have talked ourselves into having issues in the place of work we have behaved anyhow this man david didn't behave anyhow he walked according to wisdom he followed it up and a time came when that sling in a bag became very relevant I'm not sure he had it on his mind from the beginning. He, 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 he picked that sling just because he wanted to use it to bring down Goliath. No, he just picked it. Some of you, this month of April, you might just need to walk with, where as far as you're concerned, you might call it instinct. Just, just do what your conscience tells you. What you call instinct, just flow. If there is any extra training that is coming to your mind as an idea, go and do it. Oh, the Lord wants you to do dining fast instead of the conventional fasting where you break by six, go into dining fast. Do it for seven days, do it for 21 days. Dining did his fast for 21 days. I remember when I did mine for about, about two years ago, that was a turning point. It was a turning point. I did that fast for 21 days without eating any solid food, set vegetables and nuts and fruits. And that fast helped me it led me and opened me up into another realm of ministry and i understood much more because over the years i've tried not to do a particular thing just because i think it's working i do everything by inspiration as led of the spirit so you might have to do fasting in another way you might even have to give in an unusual way some of you have been giving, giving in a certain way, into a certain place. There might just be a, a, a reason to just change the giving strategy. You might need to change the giving and change the place of giving. Because you keep putting a fruit or rather a seed in a particular soil, you keep getting the same result. The problem most times is not the seed, it's the soil. Because the soil, if it's not fertile enough, it will not convert that good seed into a good fruit. So a change of the soil could bring about a change of harvest. Some of you, if you are expecting abundant harvest, you might also need to increase the quality of the seed because the size of the seed determines the size of harvest. You see, all of these has a lot to do with divine wisdom. Not just following the status quo, not following the way it has always been, not following oh, every Sunday, you know, I have to go to church, I have to sing, I have to do it like this, I have to do my tithe. There are times of, you might just need to carry out a prophetic seed of action, sacrificial seed. It could just be okay, you know, you don't need to wait for oh, a vigil in the church to pray. It could just be self-declared vigil, all night vigil, maybe for the next seven days, for the next ten days. Some of you might even do it in the number of your years. Maybe you're 49 or you're 45. You can do 45 days of video. Some of you might just need to do unconventional things. You can give an offering according to the number of your years. As led by the Spirit. 
doing things differently. There might be a book you might need to read that will just transform you. There might be an online course you might just need to go in for that will transform you. There might just be something you need to do differently that will transform you. Stop this way of going about your life in the same old manner. You can initiate change that way. You can have change that way. Everything keeps changing. If we don't change, we change, we become a victim of change. Oh, I hope somebody will understand that. We've got to be dynamic with change. The people, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they were waiting for the Messiah. And yet they didn't know that the Messiah has come. So these were people who became the victims of change. They were waiting for a man and they went to queue up in the front by the pool of Bethesda, waiting for who would jump into the pool, not knowing that the man they were waiting for was behind them and he has converted the front line into a back line whereas the back line now became the front line they needed to have been much more sensitive they needed to have worked with wisdom thank god for those 12 apostles who had also read the scriptures but at the time they knew that something had happened this was not a usual jesus christ jesus rather of nazareth as everybody called him they knew that there was the fulfillment of a prophecy upon the life of this person and they acted some of them dropped their profession david uh, rather um, peter gave up his fishing profession um luke gave up his medical profession some gave up their profession sometimes see friends <laughs> it's not about your career what you went to study in school was just supposed to be a means to an end it's not supposed to be an end in itself some of you you might need to change your orientation you might need to do things differently there is something you will do differently that will bring you more glory than the profession you read or you have acquired something different we have seen great men in action and we have discovered there's one thing that have always been very common with great people not going about things the way they have always gone about things but going about things differently You've got to think outside of the box. And this is the problem a lot of Christians often have. Every month you work for paid salary, you expect to be given promotion for the next, maybe next one year, and say prayer point, oh, pray that I should be promoted. Why can't somebody just think outside of the box and pray and say, Lord, give me a brand new idea to initiate my own business? That's what we're talking about, divine wisdom. A hired man is a tired man. You can't be working for somebody all the time and you're not thinking of what to do differently. And that's why people have so much abused prayers because we pray to, 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 to ask God to bless us. But we don't pray to listen to what God is saying. Prayer is an instrument of relationship. It's an act of relationship. When you pray, God gives you instruction. And sometimes you are praying to God, oh, divine elevation, divine promotion. Oh, I want my finances to improve. And God is speaking to you. He's dropping an idea in your mind. But, but because some of us, we don't want to toy. We don't want to go through the rudiment of starting things from afresh. We are just comfortable with the peanuts we get at the end of the month, which is limited. Why? Because your salary is, is, is limited. Your salary is constant. So that means your, your, your power or your ability to have so much is also limited. Because that's what you aim at the end of the month. 
Why can't somebody think differently? And this is where Christianity and the church, as it were, have always had problems. We pray, Pastor, pray for me. No, now it's not about Pastor praying for you, pray for yourself. Can't somebody think differently this month? It's time for you to pray for yourself. That, that prayer you even pray for yourself will do much more. Because you are the best prophet and the best prophetess to yourself. The words you speak to yourself are most potent. Think outside of the box. You need divine wisdom. If you have a business, the business is not working. Leave the devil alone. It's not the devil. Think outside of the box. Are there things I can do differently? Embrace it. Oh, you have a marriage. The marriage is not working. It's been up, up and down, topsy-turvy. Think outside of the box. Don't always conclude it's the devil because whosoever is responsible for your woes is the one that controls you. So if you think the devil is your problem, that means he's your master. It's not the devil. It is what you don't know that is your problem. So don't believe it's the devil that is not making, the, that is fighting your marriage. Oh God, divine wisdom. Grant me divine wisdom that I might know what to do about my marital situation this month. That is a wonderful prayer. That's an effective prayer. Not you are fighting. Oh, every witch, every wizard fighting against me. No, leave that one alone now. Oh God, grant me divine wisdom. See, an act of divine wisdom could save you years of struggles in marriage. There might be something you would need to do differently in your marriage that could transform your marriage up all, you know, uh, the other way around positively. You might need to engage in midnight warfare. Midnight warfare. Because if you don't stare a change, the change will not come to you. Midnight warfare. It could be on a certain time of the night. Make sacrifice. Nothing good comes without a sacrifice. Some of you just sleep all through the night, you wake up in the morning. Things are still the same way in marriage. Next thing you go to pastor, pastor, pray for me. No, now, think differently. Act differently. Let me say this and I'll be rounding up. How many of us remember Noah in the Bible? Noah was asked to build an ark. It has never happened before. This was the first time somebody was asked to build an ark of that size. By faith, he accepted. Now, but look at what he did. Noah must have relocated. Take note of the word I used, must have, because the Bible didn't say it. Must have relocated from the city where he was in Sodom and, uh, rather, not Sodom and without Lot, where he was with the people who were into all manner of wickedness and immorality, into the far forest. How did I know this? Because the gopher wood that God asked him to use could have only been found in the forest, not where the people live. Now, how would somebody go to the forest, cut this wood and come to the city and come and build the ark? Won't he be distracted? Where will he have that kind of manpower? Just eight persons? I figured it out that Noah must have relocated from his place of residence in the city to the bush so that he will be close to the resources for his work. The same way John the Baptist had to go and stay by River Jordan, where he was close to the resources for baptism. You see, something we have to use wisdom. Some of us might need to change relationship and embrace new relationship based on our quest, based on what we are looking for. You don't just maintain the status quo and then you keep fighting the devil. There might be a change of disposition. There might be even a relocation. It might not be physical, but it might be a relocation of... See, let me make it very plain to you. Some of you, if you need to change local assembly where you have been worshipping to another place, go ahead and change it. You've been in a place for five years, ten years. 
There have not been any difference in your life. You keep going to the place over and over again. Do you know that some people can outlive their mentorship? Oh, you don't know. Some of you don't know. Some people can outlive their, their relevance in your life. You, 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 some, some places or somebody you have submitted to can outlive his usefulness. But because we are so stereotyped in one place, we don't even know when the change has come. You might need to change just to be disposed to new line of thinking and of ideas. But look at what happened to Noah eventually. That was where he built this ark far away from the city. That was divine wisdom. I pray for someone who truly understands the principles and the power of divine wisdom. This month of April, you will be blessed with divine wisdom. As you drive out, as you are having your bath, as you are eating, as whatever you are doing, fresh ideas will come to you fresh brand new ideas that has never entered into the minds of people will come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. You will know what to do differently. The Lord will give you fresh ideas that will garnish your profession, that will bring out the best out of your profession. People have mocked you. It's time to look into the things in your life that had made people to mock you. Because out of the lion, you will find the honey. You will find the beauty. You will find the sweetness. Out of the things that people have used to mock you, there lies your provision. There lies your result. I pray that your eyes be open. What others are not seeing, you will see it. Opportunities others are not seeing, you will see it. And you will receive the drive and the passion and the tenacity to be able to do what others are not doing in the name of Jesus Christ. There are people that live entirely on hard work and yet they have nothing to show for it. But there are those that live by divine insight and they walk by favor. I pray that the divine insight and wisdom of God will come upon you, that every little effort in your hands will bring about productivity, much harvest in your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Your story has changed. There is a transformation. Why? Because divine wisdom has come. Stop fighting the devil and know more about God. And the more you know about God, the more you know about what to do about your situation. Let this month be the month of conquest through divine wisdom. You are blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Your health is blessed. Your finances is blessed. And so shall it be. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Congratulations. You're welcome into the new month. Please take advantage of the programs we have for our second year anniversary that is starting from uh, 5th to 7th. But meanwhile, tomorrow we are having a special program for singles. It's a special conference for singles. Please, whether you are married or not, just join in. If you are singles, invite them. Let them come and prepare differently to save themselves of the headache a lot of persons are having in their marriages today. God bless you. All right. In case you haven't access to this podcast for the first time, our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107-1261-48. Connect with us and we will get back to you. God bless you. Tomorrow we'll continue to share on the topic, the wickedness of adultery on marriage. That's what we've been dealing with for a couple of days now and we'll continue from there. God bless you. Congratulations once again into this brand new month. Until I come your way again tomorrow, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Don't also forget, marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great day and a fruitful month ahead. Shalom. Bye.